This podcast is sponsored by Tell2App.com. Welcome to The Life of a Networker. On this podcast, we are featuring industry leaders from the network marketing profession to share with you the stories, inspiration, and leadership. Now, here is global business developer, leader in authentic sharing technology, your host, Mr. Mike Fedick. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Mike Fedick here with the life of a networker, and uh, I'm excited, man. I'll tell you, uh, today in the, in the studio, in the, and I say studio, Zoom is our new studio, uh, and I've come up with that, so don't try to take that from me, but Zoom is my new studio. Uh, I've got one of the best of the best. Uh, this guy has, you know, if you don't know Todd Valcone, you basically uh, either one or brand new, which is awesome. You're going to get to hear him, and he'll tell you where you can find all his materials and great training. Uh, but for those that have been around for a while, you've probably met him many times. You've seen him at AMP, You've seen him at GoPro. You've seen him on the world stages. And so in the studio today, Todd is with me. How are you, my friend? Doing amazing, my brother. How you doing? Man, I'm doing awesome. It's so great to get connected with you. I know, uh, you know, over these last 12 months, you and I have uh, really had a chance to, to connect on a lot of different things, talking about the industry, really systems and tools and, and, uh, and your brand and what you've built and uh, from videos to training materials to courses, all of that good stuff. But Todd, that's where we are today. Take us back where it really started, man. Where did it come from? How did you get involved in this network marketing profession? Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, I've been doing this thing for 34 years. Uh, started at the age of 22. Didn't know what network marketing was. Had never heard about it. Had Didn't have a friend or a relative that tried one of those things. I had uh, I, got, I was sitting in my apartment in Long Beach, California, and I got a phone call and some guy said, hey, I'm with Orange County Marketing Group. We're a marketing company. We're looking for people that can train and manage others in the expansion of our company. We'd love to talk to you. And I thought I was getting recruited into a job. <laughs> and so I remember going to Irvine, California, drove down there, sat in a, a weird interview because there was a bunch of other people uh, with a bunch of chairs. I'm like, oh, this is I, this uh, just this is how naive I was like 50 chairs, whiteboard in the front, you know, big screen TV. I'm like, I've never been through an interview like this. But I, but, but, it was, but again, I was so green that I didn't even know I was getting pitched a network marketing deal. Right. So I sat there and I watched this presentation. I was like, wait a minute, you got a product you can share with other people. You can make a retail profit. You can build a team. You can earn a percentage on everything that they do. There's no limit to the size of your team and there's no boss. I'm like, I'm in. Like, this this is brilliant. This totally makes sense. I Like, I, I didn't have like the the baggage that some people have. So I literally, I signed up right on the spot. Um, I struggled my first couple of years. I mean, I just, you know, I was young and dumb and didn't know what I was doing. And, and so the first couple of years were rough, but I learned a lot. Uh, it was a great educational journey. And I just, I never quit, man. I just figured I'm going to do this deal until I get it figured out. And, and I did, I got it figured out. So I built in the field for 16 years, very successfully. Um, I had spent 11 years with a company that unfortunately went through some changes and, uh, I had a guy that said, hey, would you come and speak at one of my events? And I, and I was like, yeah, what do you want me to talk about? <laughs> He's like, dude, just come and talk about how you recruit. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I did. And then that led to another one and another one and then another one. And the next thing you know, it's like 16 years of traveling around the world speaking. I mean, I think I've spoken in like 30 countries now around the world. And I never thought I was going to be a trainer. That was never part of the plan. I mean, I just love network marketing, residual income, working from home. And, you know, so, so for really the last 16 years, that's what I've been doing, having a blast with it. And then, you know, when COVID hit, um, 
you know, it's like March 8th of 2020 was the last big event that I did. And literally the next week I, was, I actually skied the last day of our season. I was going to ski again on Sunday and then, Oh, the mountain was closed and everything pretty much locked down. And I had like, I, I can't remember. It was either 19 or 22 events booked for 2020 that were either prepaid or done or whatever booked all of them either got canceled or moved to zoom. Wow. And so, you know, we all did that. Like everybody had to adapt with COVID. It's like, what do we do now? We just shift or change. So I, you know, began living on zoom. Um, I was using zoom quite a bit already, but just everything moved to zoom. And I spent that year at home first time ever with like, I mean, my kids have always had a dad that, that worked at home and on United airlines. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I spent a year at home with the boys and, uh, just was like, man, I don't know if I want to go back out on the road. Uh, and I've done, you know, I did an event a couple months ago and I've got another one coming up, but I didn't want to be like 30, 40 weeks a year on the road again. And so I went back out in the field and, and having a blast. People are like, is it different? I'm like, no, no, not really. I mean, I've been basically fully engulfed in network marketing this whole time. So, you know, I'm just doing the same things I've been teaching people to do for the last decade and a half and just having a blast at it. Well, that's awesome, man. And, you know, listen, I, I can see it in you. You know, I, 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 I have a gift, I guess I call it, of, of just kind of reading people's energy and seeing the, the level of where they are. And I've noticed it, man, since you uh, went back in the field, um, doing what you love, doing what you've preached for so long. And I would say the greatest, if not, you know, one of the greatest systems of I've ever seen and uh, the technology and stuff. And so, you know, when you find something like that, it's, it's where network marketing is all about. It's about having fun. It's getting passionate about something and sharing it. So, Todd, tell us a little bit about, you know, from what you um, have discovered over really the last year, but even the last couple of years, as, as you've been working with so many million dollar per year earners, a lot of big companies and stuff. What are, what are the teams that are thriving today? The, theme, the teams that are really moving and, and having momentum, what are some things they're doing? What are some things that they focus on um, that you find pretty common throughout those people? Well, I mean, the first thing that comes to, to mind is production, Right. Because the only thing that really matters is what what did I produce today? So the the teams that are their whole organization is focused on you know customer acquisition and and putting reps in. I mean that and that's all we really do in the business. But I think sometimes people can get lost in the shuffle and they get caught in learning mode. I mean, and I'm a trainer, so I've trained for 16 years, and you can you can get overtrained. You can be just stuck and learn, 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 and never do. And so I think the first thing I would say is is they're they're action takers. I think the second thing is they're uh, very likely applying a you know a broad approach towards building the business, and I think that's really important. You know, when COVID hit, it's, it was interesting because I mean, there's still in in our you know in in our profession, there's still people that do in homes and biz ops and things like that, or sit downs and one on ones. And then when we went into lockdown, none of that was happening, so everybody had to adapt, and they moved to you know a lot of them moved to Zoom. Uh, obviously, Facebook is still a very prevalent place to to build. I do know for a fact that there's a lot of people that are that that were very very focused in some cases almost exclusively focused on Facebook that um, have realized that you know you don't control that landscape and you can get booted you can get shadow banned you can get blocked you can get turned off you can be disabled and so I've had a few few of my friends that have had to learn the hard way where they were too reliant on Facebook 100% reliant in fact and then got shut down and they were basically out of business so I think um, the people that I see succeeding greatly are incorporating a, a multitude of reaching out and building methods, online, offline, social media, non-social media, utilizing Zooms. I mean, this is a great technology to be able to go belly to belly one-on-one with somebody from all over the world. I mean, I was on with the Japan team Saturday night, you know, being translated into Japanese. 
you know, they're clear across the planet from me. And it was all done on Zoom. So, you know, and then, of course, I think, um, and you and I are on the same page here, utilizing systems, right? The more systematized you are, the better off you're going to be. If you can leverage yourself using technology, using systems uh, that do a lot of the telling and selling and sorting and sifting for you, you're going to be better off. Um, nobody wants to do a manual presentation, right? I mean, and, I mean, look, you should be able to do a manual presentation. I should be able to, if I'm sitting next to you on a plane, you're like, dude, what do you do? And I can get into a conversation. And by the time the conversation is over, you're like, bro, I want to sign up with you. Yeah. So I think people should be able to talk the talk if they're going to be in this game. But, you know, utilizing technology is, is, is a key component as well. Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, I've also, I've heard you in some different interviews and some of your great trainings and stuff, but, you know, let's talk about, because there's a lot of new people that are listening into this podcast. I'd say the bulk of the people are, are newer, you know, really haven't hit the, the, the levels or the incomes that they want. But I, I think, and you said this is most people just don't treat it seriously. I think that the, the bulk of the people that get started in our industry, and, and I've heard you, you know, quoted that it's, you know, 50 bucks to get going or it's free to get going, you know, and, and so that's why people don't. But, but talk about the importance that if you do treat it serious, right? If you do treat it like a real business, what, what you get out of it, because today, you know, you're a six figure a month guy. I mean, so, so some people are going to make six figures a year. Some would like to make six figures over the next five years. That'd be a great goal. But if you treat it serious enough, it's a six figure a month opportunity for those that really want big money. Yeah. And the only reason it's six figures a month is because you got leverage, right? right? Literally just got done doing a three-way call talking to a personal fitness trainer. And we were chatting about, you know, the concept of leverage. I mean, uh, my first sales job, was you know selling cable television door to door in Spanish, and I remember my sales manager said to me, "He's like, because I was like, I was crushing it as a twenty year old kid in Spanish, and he had me in his office one day giving me a pep talk. This is pre network marketing. He's like, oh, you know, kid, you know, you're doing great here. He goes, there's no limit to what you can do, blah, and he's trying to give me this pep talk, and I was like, Jim, I said, yeah, there is a limit. No, no sales manager wants to hear their their sales guy like, no, there's a, you know, wait, what, what? So I said, there's a limit because I can only work so many hours a day, so many days a week. And, you know, if I could copy myself, that would be one thing. And it's so funny. I remember saying that to him like two years before I ever was even introduced to the concept of network marketing. That's the beauty of this business. But but you do have to treat it seriously. The problem is a lot of people do come in here and they give it this like 90 day mentality. They give it like it's like I'm going to give it a shot, see how it goes. You don't you shouldn't even get into the business unless you're going to do it until. And I did it like, you know, a lot of times on stages, I'll, you know, talk to an audience. I'm like, hey, how many of you guys here? In fact, I remember the last big live event pre-COVID, I was about 3,000 people in Vegas. I said, you know, I was walking through the audience. I go, how many of you here want to make enough money from this business right here that you're involved in where your life could totally depend on it? Like you, it provided you everything that you wanted and then some. And of course, what? 100% of the hands in the room go up. I'm like, cool. I'm like, great. Um, all right. Well, let me ask you this question. How many of you feel like up until now you're acting as if your life depends on it? And then like literally like 95% in the hand, like, wait, 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 wait. So you want your life to depend on it, but you're not willing to act as if your life depends on it. Go, okay, let me, let me take it one step further. You leave the event on Monday, fly home and you go home and you don't have a job. And this was actually made up, right? This was like a fan, like a made up reality. Literally the next week it became a reality. Wow. And I was like, so what happens when you go home and you go into your office and all of your stuff's in a box? And they're like, hey, we don't need you anymore. You're out of here. Uh, and then you go try to find a job and you can't find any jobs. There's like no work to be had. Nobody's hiring. You can't borrow money from anybody. You have no savings. You, your kids are getting skinnier. Your, your rent's due. And, but yet you've got this business that you're all here for that you're involved in. And what if, what if this is, this is a very interesting thing for your listeners. What if 
the thing that you have, this business vehicle that you have, this network marketing business, what if that was the only way, the only way, the only option that you had to pay your bills, to feed your kids, to keep a roof over your head? It was literally the only option and you and there was no other choice. What would you do? You would do whatever the hell you had to do. You would do whatever it took because it's like, I got to eat. I got to feed my kids. I got to put a roof over my head. Forces you to treat it, you know, seriously, deadly seriously. And that doesn't mean you have to go all in full time, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. But I mean, if you're, if you're consistently reaching out to people on a regular basis, that's daily. That's what consistently consistency is. Daily reaching out to people, exposing people to your product, your service, your opportunity. And even if it's just a couple people a day, but you're doing it daily and you're maybe an hour a day to, in your part-time business, the compound effect of that over time is going to, is going, you know, a, a year and a half from now, you're like, dude, I've only worked this business like one, one, maybe two hours a day. And it's replaced my, my full-time income. And maybe it took you a year and a half to do it. Right. But if you, if you just kind of play it like a cat plays with a toy, the ball swings by the cat hits it and then they're sitting there and then oh, then the cat hits it again when the ball swings by you're never going to win here you got to be consistent you got to treat it as a business because if you don't it's just going to cost you money your auto ship relationships think about that Mike. you got your buddy and they're like hey how's your business going and you you know you're not treating it seriously you're six months into this thing that you said you're going to be rich in when yeah. i brought it to you six months ago bro we're going to be so rich you better do this you're like yeah i'm going to see how you do or you know i'm, I'm not interested and then like six months later, I'm like, hey, you, you say to me, hey, Todd, how's the business going? I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. But why isn't it going well? Because I'm not working it. And let me tell you this for the naysayers. And this pisses me off a little bit. People say network marketing, like only a fractional percentage of people make money in network marketing. Well, big money in network marketing. That's true. And the reason it's true is those are the ones that are willing to do the work and the big work for long enough to make money. Network marketing works for those who work it, period, end of story. If you don't do the work, you're not going to get paid. Absolutely. And it's just, you know, so it's it's not like it, um, it it discriminates from somebody who doesn't, has a less education or a particular race or, you know, sex or any of that stuff. It's what you put into it. If you put the time in, and we're not all equal. Truth is we're not all equal. Some people bring certain things, some people bring other things, but it's all learnable. Yeah. I mean, I was a naive kid who knew nothing about being an entrepreneur who just made the decision early on. I'm like, man, I'm going to do this thing until I get figured out. Because if these people are figuring this thing out and they're making money, I want what they have. And I don't care how long it takes. I'm just going to get it done until I get it done. Yeah, man. You know, you say, there's so many things you said were just so on point. And, you know, I always use the, 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 the analogy for people to understand. I mean, it's just like a gym, right? If you go to a gym, any of your local gyms in town and you go, okay, how many memberships do you, do you have on a monthly basis? And they say, oh, we've got a thousand. Okay, great. Of those thousand, how many people come four times a week at least, right? And they go, oh, 20%. Okay, so 80% of people don't even come four times a week. And then you start doing the math. And if you start doing it across all kinds of different industries, you get the same about same about same numbers, about the same as, 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 all, as all that. And so Todd, that's that's it, man, is that network marketing does work. And for our listeners out there is it can work for you. 100% it can work for you. If you're willing to do what Todd said is go do the work. You don't got to put in 15 hours a day. That's not what we're saying. If you want to get the six figures a month, then yeah, that's a different level. But man, to make your income and replace your job 
uh, man, it does not take a lot to do that. And that leads us right into this next topic. And it's a big topic, right? And it's a topic that I, I'm watching from Mexico. Thank God I'm here. I get a, I get a little break from the nonsense. I don't get as much what's going on. But I'll tell you what, watching it is like, look, this new mandatory vaccination, and we're not here to talk about politics and whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, because that's what the whole idea here is everyone should just live in the middle, respect everyone's decision. But when it becomes mandatory, Todd, that people 20 year careers at Microsoft have to get vaccinated to go back. And there's a group of people that don't believe in that. This is our time, right? This is our time as network marketers. If we're ever going to get excited about recruiting, if we're ever going to get our door open to get the conversations going, to get people to listen to us a little more than they ever did, would you agree that now is a really good time to start focusing on recruiting with all this stuff going on? Oh, 100%. I think the the last 18 months have been a wake-up call for a lot of people. I mean, even, even before the vaccine came out, like we... I had when we went into lockdown, I had multiple people that I had worked with for for in past years who their businesses were shut down. And they're like, bro, I need to get back involved in network marketing. And they were running successful businesses or had successful careers, but they essentially got shut down and they had no income. And they're like, wait a minute. It was like a wake up call. Right. So uh, there was a big influx. And I think there was a, there continues to be an influx of people that are considering network marketing that may not have considered it in the past. And then, yeah, without getting political, even though you know the, this whole vaccine thing is definitely politicized. Um, look, I'm I'm freedom of choice. I live in America. I believe in freedom. Um, I'm a patriot, and uh, I just think that you know we shouldn't be honestly. We I don't. My belief is I, you shouldn't force me to take something that I don't want to take. Okay. And then now with this uh, with you know these these agencies saying you must be vaccinated in order to keep your job. There are. There are lots of people. In fact, I've had multiple people actually join my team re- and within the past couple of weeks with that mandate that are like, dude, I'm not I'm I'm not going to get poked. And, you know, I want at least the freedom to not do it. And if they're not providing me the freedom, then I'm going to go do something different. So I think, you know, nobody's going to force somebody who doesn't want to get vaccinated uh, to get vaccinated as a network marketing distributor. You work from home. I think it's a choice. I'm not anti-vax yeah. at all. I mean, if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. But to be forced, yeah. I, I personally don't think that's right. And I'm sure, you know, people are going to consider this part of the conversation political. But I mean, if you just look at it, I don't think it's political. It's 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 a matter of personal body freedom. And um, I think that's important that we hold on to our freedom. So a hundred percent, man. I yeah. listen, you, you it's it's that's all it's about. It's just it's choice. It's freedom. That's what we were built on. And and, uh, and again, for for the listeners is is. This is, this is your chance to go and, and there's a group of people right now that are confused. They don't know what to do. They're fearful. They're scared. They, they don't know how they're going to feed their family come October, right? And so it is a chance of, you know, not being like a vulture, right? But have compassion, you know, don't, don't get tied up in the left, the right, and all the nonsense. Just go let them know you've got a great opportunity that they can work from home. You've got a great company with great service, great products. And Todd, you, you just said it best. It's the freedom and allow people that want that freedom to continue to have that choice. And that's the beauty of network marketing, okay? Sometimes network marketing gets a bad name. It's not because of network marketing. It's because of some stupid people that put a company together sometimes that did some stupid stuff. And that happens in every industry. I got doctor friends that are stupid. I got lawyer friends that have done stupid stuff. Every industry has stupid people. The industry of network marketing is one of the most beautiful industries in the world. And this is another time that shows you we grew during COVID. We're going to continue to grow outside of COVID. And the industry is open to help people have that freedom and continue to work and build from their, their homes with their family. Let's talk a little bit about where can people find some of your stuff, Ty? Because I personally, you're one of my favorite trainers. The material that you 
uh, shared with me. I remember one time it was a, it was a, a folder and it was, you're like, Hey, check out some of the stuff I've created. And it was like, I'm like, Holy cow. Like, I mean, years of content, where can people find some of that information and, and follow you and, and get some of that training you've learned over this 30 plus years in the industry? Yeah. I mean, the easiest thing to do is visit my website, which is toddfalcone.com. And that's F-A-L-C-O-N-E.com. Todd with two Ds, not one. <laughs> so toddfalcone.com. Yeah. There's literally hundreds of videos under my video blog tab at the top uh, that people can access. I've been pumping videos out for at least 15 years you know, covering all aspects of, of business building and pretty much every single post that I've ever done is, is, or are training tips or strategies. It's just kind of the way I do things. I'll put out, Hey, here's an idea on getting better at follow-up, getting better at recruiting, being better at social media, lead generation, relationship capital, whatever it is. Um, and there's a ton of free stuff on the site so they can get plugged into me there. They can, you know, plug into my newsletter if they want, uh, that that way they get notified every Monday we release a new podcast and a new video and they can just be kept in the loop. And, and you know, if they want to do a deeper dive, like you're talking about all the different training programs that I produce, which is I can't even count many, you know, they can plug into that stuff directly off the site as well. Awesome, guys. We'll go visit that information. And again, tons of great stuff on YouTube as well, where you can, you know, peek, get, get some get some uh, what I call the 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 trailer, the sizzle, and get to know Todd a little bit and hear some of the stuff and then go join uh, and follow him on that. Let's, you know, move into this. Uh, this is a fun one. You know, I, I think a lot of times what happens is, is and when you're with certain companies, you got to be careful, you know, with the FTC and regulations and what you can say and what you can't say, all of that. But on a podcast, we're free to do whatever the hell we want. I heard you on a podcast <laughs> the other day, this guy was, you were uh, dropping bombs with Brad Lee and he's cussing. I go, man, that, that's a, Man, you don't get that in network marketing. We got to be so careful all the time. But on here, man, we can have fun. And so just talk and share with those people and give some inspiration that when you do make it, like when and make it is all different for everyone. It could be 10 grand a month, could be 20, could be 50, might be the 100. But when you make it to that number and you're just not worried about the bills anymore, what are some of the things you've been able to do? Because I know I've been from my own uh, time of getting to know you, you're not the, the, the Rolls Royce and the Ferraris and all that. You're an experienced guy. You, I know you love to go skiing and you, you love music and you're very much like me. We're chilled, we're laid back and we enjoy the environment. We love nature. But what are some of the things you've been able to do for you and your family when you got the bills and stuff out of the way and the money kept coming in? Yeah, no, that's a good question. You're right. I'm not a, um, I don't know, I'm not a flashy dude. I just... Uh... I actually learned a long time ago that, you know, I, I get it. Like you're, you're broke and you start making money. You, you feel like you need to show the money. I remember the first time I started making money, I bought, I was like, I bought that 18 karat Rolex president diamond bezel. And you know, the funny thing is the best time to wear that is like with ratty shorts and a tie dye t-shirt, you know, not some you know flashy suit or whatever. I don't even like wearing suits, but uh, <laughs> you know, so what's funny. Cause I've done, you know, I mean, I've seen friends of mine go out and overextend themselves Um and, you know, the check adjusts and then they end up having to sell all their stuff. So I think uh, money in the bank is much sexier than money in the driveway. So, you know, I mean, I live in a beautiful neighborhood in central Oregon. When I was a kid, I heard we can't afford it my whole life. And this is kind of a little perspective, I guess, on the thing that drove me early on. Like my mom and dad were, you know, married and got divorced and got remarried, got divorced again. I don't know why they did that, but but they never made a lot of money. And then my mom married my stepdad and this is like 1979 or something like that. And he was making like, he was making six figures and he wasn't a millionaire, but he was like probably making a buck 50 a year or something like that. And so I got a chance to experience the choices that money can buy. 
where we didn't have choices like, oh, we can't uh, can't get popcorn at a movie or we don't even go out to dinner. We never went on trips or whatever it was. And so I got a chance to just experience the freedom of choice. So and I'm a big freedom of choice guy. So even things like this might be simple. This is no no big money deal. But, you know, like uh, I have a river property that I've owned for 18 years and and we love to camp and we love to go out, you know, do the outdoor thing. So what do most people do? Most people are like running home on Friday, packing up everything, you know, zipping, you know, through traffic, trying to get, you know, get to their campsite. They get Saturday and then they're already thinking Sunday crap. I got to get back to work and they're piling stuff up. So they get like a day and a half, like, you know, we'll leave on like Wednesday and nobody's even on the road state. You know, we're settled there camping for three days. Everybody's rushing home. And I see it every time I go to my river property too. Like everybody, like the cars start leaving on Sunday and then we're like, we ain't going anywhere. I'm going to drive home on Monday or Tuesday. And it's like, those are to me, like the simple, like choices. Like if, if my buddy rings me, he's like, bro, I got an extra, I got a spot, you know, you want to tee it at 1230. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go play golf. I don't have to ask anybody. I don't have to fake call in sick. Uh, If you want to take a vacation, you take a vacation. You know, it's funny when I like go buy something and it's not like I go buy like super, I mean, I did just uh, dial in. I've got this full off-road overlanding trailer. That's really sweet for, you can take this thing like anywhere, like anywhere. It's like full off-road camp out in the, you know, crazy roads. And, uh, you know, you write a check for something or you go into a store and I'm like, I don't even know how I like literally black out. Like, I don't even know what it was. Like, how much was that? Like, I don't register in my mind. Oh, that was $89 or $489 and 22 cents. It's just like, so that, um, I've been able to do a lot of investing, um, and put a lot of money away. I've been able to completely fund my kids' college educations. Um, so things like that. But I think like what money provides you is like, I don't know, peace of mind, man. It's like, like, if you don't have money, that's all you think about. And then when you have money, you don't really think about it. Right. I don't like sitting around and think about the money. I'm just like, well, you know, I'm good. So I think that, you know, and if you like, you know, it's not like I don't have nice stuff. Everything I have is paid for. Um, and I live in a beautiful home. I've got great furnishings and great stuff in my house and all sorts of electronic gadgets or whatever, but you can't take any of that stuff with you when you're dead anyhow. So it doesn't really matter. But I, to me, it's all like I, I, what I want people to do is get a taste for having that freedom because the reality is most people don't have that freedom. You know, they, they have to like, there are days, honestly, Mike, where, where I'll get up and uh, I don't feel like working that day. I mean, like the other, like, uh, what was it? Uh, I don't know. A few nights ago, it was a mid middle of the week. And I went to a friend's birthday party, had a couple too many beverages, stayed up too late. And at my age, I don't do really well with like lack of sleep. I think I slept like four hours and I was like, I'm not, I ain't working today. <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't do anything really that day. I mean, I just, but like, my gosh, if I had a job, I'd be like, oh, I have to like, in spite of how I feel, I'm like, feel awful. I'm so tired. I got to get up, take a shower, get dressed, drive to work. Yeah. You know, you don't even have that that chance to recoup. So, you know, I'm not saying you should be out drinking, going to birthday parties every night. Uh, and <laughs> thank God that birthday parties don't happen every night. But, you know, just the again, it comes down to you can do what you want with whoever you want, when you want, and you've got the money to do it. And I think that's just a beautiful thing. And people stress out about money. That's the number one stressor is money. For and sure. so if we can help get money out of the way, you're not stressed out. And I think you can do other things. You can have the freedom to volunteer someplace or help out with a charity or do whatever you want to do. 
Um, and the beautiful thing about network marketing is the leverage, right? You, the, the, that ability to earn income on the efforts of hundreds or if not thousands of other people. Yeah, man, listen, you, you hit it in so many different ways. And, and, uh, and I, I'm the same as you, man. I, there's times, you know, not often, but at least, you know, I would say a couple times a month. I'm just like, hey, I call it the funk. I'm like, I tell Kim, I'm like, she's like, what do you got today? I'm like, well, I don't really have much and I'm not going to plan much. I'm, I'm literally just going to hang out. And I don't know what it is about it, but man, you come back so recharged. I think the next couple of days after doing those kinds of things, um, it, it, you do more. You be actually become more productive. Like I, I try not. I really don't. I don't keep track of it, but you know, to, to I don't really try to work more than twenty hours a week. I kind of do a you know a nice three to four hours a day. I got my flow, and you know, and, and like you said, when I eliminated that stress of always worrying about money, the money started to grow. Like it was the opposite effect. The more I started not being so attached to it but I still put the focus in the energy. So I'm with you, man. It's about the experiences and the choices and all that. Ty, let's just wrap up here, man, with the last thing, because I know it's uh, it's dear to your heart. It's the most important thing, I think, uh, in two ways. I think it's a two-part kind of question, but they go together is, you know, for these listeners out here, I think what keeps you in the game, especially when you're not making the money yet and you're still hopeful and you've got the dream and all that, the two things you've got to stay consistent with, personal development and training finding something of someone or in your company, outside of your company, someone like you that they can follow, that they relate to, but personal development and training, how important it is, is that for them and their organization uh, to really be successful in this industry? I think it's huge, man. Uh, if you don't know what to do, you're confused or you just don't know what to do and you just don't comprehend or understand it. So if you don't, you're not going to do anything. Nobody does things or do you don't do things that you're uncomfortable with, Right. So I think training is a huge thing. Like if if you if you don't know how to do something, you're going to put it off. You're going to procrastinate. You're just going to avoid it. You go into this avoidance, the spinning avoidance procedure. So there's the there's the component of training where it comes to you know strategy and skill, right? Like uh, prospecting. What do I say? How do I say it? What do I do when I follow up with some with someone? If I'm starting somebody in the business. What the heck do I do with starting somebody in the business? If I'm, you know, so the, the, the things that, the things that we do, and then there's this thing in here, the mindset, right? Which, which is, you know, your outlook, uh, your perspective, your, you know, and we hear, you know, the, the, what is mindset? I mean, mindset is what a, a set of beliefs, right? It's, you know, an attitude. It's a, it's a set of beliefs that you have. Like, I believe it's possible. I believe I can do this. And where does that come from? Like, if you understand, the correlation between competence, which is skill level and confidence, they're directly related to one another. Mm -hmm. So if you're very low, if you have no skills, you're not, I'm like, I don't want to like, think about it. Somebody says, Hey dude, you need to come up. The guy, I got these guitars behind me. Somebody's like, Hey, you need to come up and perform in front of 5,000 people, but you've never touched a guitar <laughs> and there's a mic too. And you don't even, you know, you can't sing. Like even in the shower, you suck. You're like, I ain't doing it. But if but if you had played the guitar and taken lessons and worked on it and your fingers are on that thing and you've played for years and you've taken vocal lessons and maybe God gifted you with some, you know, God did not gift me with a great singing voice. I know that. But let's say he did. And I and I worked on it. And then somebody said, hey, can you come up and sing a song in front of 5000 people? You're going to jump at the opportunity to, to showcase your skills because you have the confidence which comes from the competence, the skill level. So the more you work on yourself, your skill level, your confidence is going to increase. This is a confidence game. We need to have confidence in the profession, right? A belief in the profession. The profession itself, I know, you know, look, 
people do stupid stuff everywhere, whatever, whether it's distributors or, or company owners, that's true. Um, but when you look at the profession, there, I don't I don't see a better place where, you know, I don't like to say the average person where a person can come in uh, for very little money and be able to go build a business that can pay you more than most CEOs make or most high level C-level C, C executives earn for very little money and none of the risk factors in running a company. So to me, training is huge, not only skill training, but along with that skill training, your mindset's going to shift as well, right? The more you know, the more you understand, the more you comprehend, the more you get it, the more confidence you're developing, you're, you're, you, you have this, this shift in your mindset. And, and if you think about something, those of you that are listening, like if you're not acting or you're sporadically acting, why is it? Are you lazy? No, you're not lazy. I mean, sure, some people are, but a small percentage of people. Why do you avoid the very thing that makes you money in this business? It's this, because you get ready, you, get in, you come into your desk, you sit down, you're like, I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna work through this list. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, well, what if, what if Rachel says no to me? Or what if, what if I, what if, the, what if I, what if Jeff said, what if, what if, what if I screw up? What if, what if I don't, what if I'm not a good, all the what ifs. And yeah. so shifting those what ifs is really, really important. And that, that's done through training. That's done by committing yourself to personal growth, to learning, you know, leadership skills, learning sales skills, um, have, you know, get, getting yourself into a position where you're having a more positive outlook because the more positive outlook that you have, you're not going to avoid it. You'll get to a point where like, there is no prospect that's too big for me. It's just a human being. They go to the bathroom. They have to go poo. When they go poo, it smells just like anybody else. They got to wipe their butt. They're human beings. Just because they've chosen a different career path does not make them superior to you. And the funny thing is with high level prospects, you look at their house and their cars but you know what? You don't, they're not like laying their cards out on the table. They could be praying to God every night. Please bring me an opportunity. Bring me something. I'm so stressed out. I hate this job. I mean, I got, I got two friends in town that are big money earners and they're, they're business owners. Both of them hate what they do. Hate it. Yeah. And it's like, and one of them's like, dude, you need to get me in, in your network marketing business. And she makes big money owning her business. And it's like, you would never look at them and go, well, you know, they're going to, you know, they need a network marketing company because right. people don't always do it because they need it. They do it for different reasons. Agree. Well, listen, Todd, man, we could talk for a long time and, and, uh, and just shoot the shit together. But uh, for the ladies and gentlemen out there listening in to the life of the networker, thank you. And uh, thank Todd Balcone for jumping in with us and sharing uh, so many great nuggets. And, and really at the end of the day, I think a lot of things you can take from this, but at the end of the day is you can do this. And if you're not doing it, it's just the mindset. Find yourself a mentor. Get plugged into Todd's trainings. Get yourself motivated. Now is the best time. If you're not going to do it now, you're probably never going to do it. This is the time to go and recruit, leverage yourself, build yourself a business. And the biggest thing is the freedom to do what you want, when you want, with whom you want, on a Wednesday, leave on a Monday from the campsite. No traffic. It's your choice, but you got to go out and build. Thanks so much, Todd. Appreciate it, my friend. Great to be with you. Thank you for listening to The Life of a Networker. We really hope you have gotten some inspiration or value from listening to our show. For more info or to reach out, visit us at thelifeofanetworker.com. This podcast is sponsored by the Tell2 app, powered by RapidFunnel. It's not just another app. It's an entirely new technology category. 
the Tell2 app gives you a genuine way to build real relationships with your customers and get quality referrals with less work from you. Go to tell2app.com and build your brand, your way, and tell your story better.